Greetings, and welcome to the Pampering Myself podcast, an advocacy for self-care. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and most importantly, we'll learn that you can't pour from an empty cup. You'll hear stories, interviews, and conversations which will empower you in living your best life. Hello, 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 and Happy New Year's podcast listeners. I'm praying for peace, good health, prosperity, and healing for each and every one of you. Now, although a lot has happened over this past year, we know that God is still in control. So I'd like to start the new year off with a new series titled Healing Within, The Simple Things in Life. Lord knows we could use it physically, mentally, and spiritually. Well, we've been in such a state of turmoil, it seems like, for so long that some of us are lost and confused. I mean, really, who can blame us? It seems like before we can recover from one thing, another one pops up right on our heels. But we have to stay prayerful. So let's get started. According to Webster's Dictionary, healing is defined as being made free from injury or disease, to make sound or whole, to make well, to restore to health, to patch up or correct a breach or division, and to restore to original purity or integrity. And I found that interesting considering the times we're in. To restore to original purity or integrity. In other words, a healing of our mind, body, and soul. And so that's what I want to talk about over the next few episodes when we talk about healing. I'm sure we can all attest that this world wasn't a perfect place before COVID, but I think we can all agree that there are some aspects of this life that we just want to get back to. And on the other hand, there are some that we truly need to rethink. So hopefully you've spent some time doing a little soul searching If not, you might want to consider it. I was watching this new show last week, and there was a segment on stress and depression. And basically, it comes on every day now because there there are so many people who are stressed. And actually, according to the experts, they said all of us are experiencing some level of stress, whether we know it or not. But they gave some great advice on how to minimize those anxiety levels. First of all, I just want to say if you or someone you know need professional help, please seek it. Because pride or embarrassment can sometimes get in the way of us asking for help. But in the long run, it will only make matters worse if you don't address the problem. In a nutshell, the message was your first line of defense is self-care. Now, at first, I disagreed with what the experts said, because for me, my first line of defense was prayer. But then I realized prayer is a part of self-care and your spiritual well-being. I, I was interested in knowing what um, I read about the World Healthcare Organization and how they defined self-care. So I want to read that to you. And this is a quote from the World Health Organization 
on what they determine healthcare is defined as. They define self-care as the ability of individuals, facilities, and communities to promote health, prevent disease, maintain health, and to cope with illness and disability with or without the support of a health care provider. I thought that was very interesting. And for those of you who know me um, and have listened to these podcasts, I like to support my information with um, what the experts may say. And I found throughout my research that a lot of organizations, holistic and non-holistic, have used the definition of what the healthcare organization defined as self-care. So we have a responsibility as individuals to also take care of our health. So let's talk about some of the creative practice that not only aid in this healing process, but can provide us with some coping skills. So I want to share with you some things that may help with a little effort in healing your mind, body, and soul. I recognized um, many years ago that cleaning the house, uh, for me, was a, a healing process. It gave me a sense of peace. Um, I guess is the best way I can explain it. And I know for some people, especially if you don't like cleaning house, it seemed like a chore. But what I noticed was as long as I was in the zone, I was okay. But if somebody, meaning my husband or my daughter, came in and disrupted me, and by disruption, I mean they might have asked me a question, they might have sat there in in the room that I was trying to clean, or whatever they were doing to take me out of my zone, then I would become Um, let's just say somebody else, (laughs) for lack of a better word. But I could literally clean for hours and be okay with it as long as nobody interrupt me or got in my way. It would be like a stress release. And so I would do this as a um, ritual um, every Saturday. That would be a part of what I would do. I'd start my Saturday out. And just clean. And if it took three hours or four hours, which seems like an awful long time, it didn't matter. So I learned very early on that that was a uh, trigger for me to use that word to help me calm down. So let's look at some other things that may be um, potential if we think outside of the box as a healing practice. How about cooking? I know people who hate cooking, and that's okay because everything's not for everybody. But if you like cooking and it relaxes you, indulge. Now's the time to be creative. Try some new recipes. Uh, During COVID, my daughter decided to go vegan, and that was for health reasons. She's a diabetic and wanted to learn how to eat cleaner. So that's what she chose to do during this COVID lockdown. Being a vegan or a vegetarian wasn't um, something I had considered, but eating healthy was always something that I I strived to do. So, okay, I somewhat jumped on the bandwagon, did my research, 
and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, there were a few modifications that my food still tastes good, and the bonus was I was eating healthy. I created dishes like macaroni and cheese. Oh, my goodness. The first time, no, I made macaroni and cheese. I have to admit, it was a disaster. It was a disaster for me. Now, she might have been just trying to uh, stroke my ego and say it was okay. And then again, maybe her palate had changed and it was okay to her. But over time, I made it maybe about four times. I learned to uh, modify the recipe and it's pretty good. I can eat it. Same thing with dressing. I made dressing um, two versions of it for Thanksgiving. A version for non-vegan and a version for vegan. And my husband actually liked the vegan version as well. Because when you think about the ingredients that you put in it, and then you either subtract or modify them, it really... It really didn't change to taste that drastically. It was just as good. So if you if cooking is your thing, then get involved in that and try to switch up and think about some healthier um, changes just to heal from the inside. Now, sunlight is a big thing. So we're in the midst of winter here in this part of the state. And it's not very often that the sun comes out, depending on where you live. But when it does, take advantage of it. I don't necessarily have to go out um, today. Uh, but when the sunlight came through my windows, I decided to make a few errands just to get out of the house. And it's well worth it because when you see that sunlight um, after three or four days of, I'm going to just say doom and gloom, where it's cloudy, rainy, snow, it makes you feel better. And that uh, darkness triggers the release of hormones in your brain known as serotonin. And serotonin is, is associated with boosting one's mood and helping them feel calm and focused. Um, and so you feel better just going from the dark to the daylight, which is why they talk about daylight saving times and how people get heart attacks when things change and how in the wintertime you're more depressed than you are in the summer because the sun has a lot to do with how we feel and how we think. And finally, um, it brings me to the last thing that you might want to consider um, as a um, way of healing is music. Yeah, the perfect combination for me would be cleaning on a Saturday morning, listening to my favorite music. Now, I love the 70s. I don't know about you. I like those oldies but goodies. And my favorite radio station is Soul Town. Now, don't let them play one of my um, old jams. You know, I know I can't sing. Yeah, I said sing. But that don't stop me. I might even bust a move uh, my daddy used to do way back in the day um, when he used to dance. I could see him popping his fingers and uh, singing a song. And those memories and the music 
it puts a smile on your face. And if it don't, then maybe you need this program um, seriously. Now, once again, if you're a regular listener, then you know I do my research. And with that said, the university, uh, the Stanford University, quote and unquote, uh, said that music is the, um, let me get this right, hold on, quote and unquote, listening to music seems to be able to change brain functioning to the same extent as medication, unquote. Can you imagine that? That music has the same effect on a person as medication? So I I thought, wow, that is so powerful. Well, think about it now. Um, If you can actually change your mood and be calm and relaxing and stress-free, then we know that the research shows that you are more likely to be healthier, less diseased than someone who is always stressed out. It's kind of hard to uh, listen to some nice um, movie or music, rather, that would put you in a mood of remembering something good. Now, on the other hand, um, what can happen is one of those songs will pop up that might make you also have a bad memory. So when they talk about music, they're talking about different genres as well. They talk about maybe 45 minutes of listening to calming music, and that can be a form of meditation, um, instrumentals, or something of that nature that don't necessarily remind you of an event or of a person, but it can be calm, calming. So you want to listen to music if you if some if the wrong song happened to come on, and it might. And that might um, provoke some negative thoughts. So at night, if you want to just relax and listen to something that might calm you, that has nothing to do with anything, you might want to look for a different type of music. Now, the research also goes on to identify um, various types of instruments and how they affect us with regards to that degree of calm. So for me, It didn't take rocket science to know that a certain type of music can change your mood. And so we have to think about um, those various things. So it's really simple. In summary, just think about the simple things that uh, uh, help you feel better and that will change your perspective on certain things. And it is my intent over the next few episodes that we look at different ways of healing because these are things, um, just natural things, things that we can naturally do. We know that the incoming president is talking about healing and I didn't really want to get into politics with this, but everyone's thought process is now on healing because We have been in a state of a mental state now since last March of turmoil, one way or another. 
Not to say that people weren't in a mental state of turmoil before this. For those that might have acerbated the situation, for, for others, it might have been a new thing. But regardless of whether you were in turmoil before or turmoil as a result of, we need to get to a state of healing. And that needs to be our main focus of healing and thinking about um, feeling better mentally, physically, and spiritually. So over the next few episodes, um, I will focus on that content. Um, I have a very inspiring uh, interview that will be coming up with someone who will be sharing their story of healing. And um, I hope you tune in. And as always, thank you for listening. And I hope that you have heard something that you will resonate with in seeking a healthier lifestyle. So until next time, stay safe and may God bless you all. Thank <laughs> you.